The warmest of greetings to you, and welcome to Happily Ever Teaching. This is the podcast to help you enthrall your learners in every subject under the sun using the best teaching method known to science: storytelling. To do this, we feature special guest educators who are passionately keen for your children to become amazing and successful human beings. I am storyteller Chip Cahoon, and with me today is. Hi, I'm Helen, and I teach reception year one children at the moment at a small school in Buckinghamshire. And I'm Nicola, and I teach year six children um, at a school in Hampshire. And I've spent time in my career also teaching students at Teach Training College at university. And today we are exploring what maths we can teach with a folk tale found all around the world on the importance of balance, adapted by us to feature legendary pirate queen Grace O'Malley. You can listen to the story by downloading our sister podcast, Fables and Fairy Tales, or search our website, epictales.co.uk, for Pirate Grace and the Mermaid Medicine. There you'll find a video of me telling the story that you can share with your children. And if you sign up as an Epic Educator, you'll also get a copy as an ebook or paperback, beautifully illustrated by Erica Terry Rose, as well as the full audiobook for you to download at any time. There are even some tips there for telling the story yourself, and a whole heap of resources to go with the lesson ideas we're about to discuss, including any extra lesson ideas that we don't have time to fit into this podcast. Right now, though, let's continue our discussion with Helen and Nicola and Pirate Grace. There is um, a fair bit of doubling that goes on in this story um, that's specified there in the text. Is that something that either end of the school would seize upon? Definitely. Yes. I'm sure it is <laughs> yes. for both of us, isn't it, really? This Go on then, Nicola, you got there first for ages <laughs> 7 to 11. Well, obviously, the numbers that they start with in the story are quite low, but you could go higher and higher and higher in the doubling. Mm. Yeah. How would you use that for your younger children? For the younger children, I would start just looking at what doubling is. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got four and double four is eight. And in the context of this story, four people are being coughing, which means each person that's coughed has infected another person. So it's doubled. Mm. So first of all, I would just look at that idea of doubling. And then in sort of the year two age range, you could do a bit of an investigation. You know, first of all, one person was coughing. That was the first minute. In the second minute, you've then got two people coughing. In the third minute, you've got four people coughing. In the fourth minute, you've got eight people coughing and get them to find out, oh, what about in the 10th minute? Mm. <laughs> How far can you go? So I would sort of approach it at the start of the school, just looking at doubling and what doubles are. And then as we go further up the key stage, up to sort of seven-year-olds, those more able mathematicians, you could do a bit of an investigation. Yes. And and leading on from that, actually, we both cover tables in our year groups, times tables, Mm. and you can use doubling to help you understand some of the tables. Certainly, if you know an answer in the four times table, so if you know four times four is 16, you could double that to work out eight times four. So you could actually use the answers to help you. So doubling would come into tables and certainly for children aged seven to eight, seven to nine, really, really important. Mm, And it helps also with the linking between the tables as well. So between the four and the eight times table, for example, everything in the eight times table is going to be in the four times table as well. And the three, the six and the 12 as well. And then actually going on further than that, thinking about the 24 times table or thinking about the 2.4 times table. So so going on to decimals. You lost me. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely in higher another school now. (laughs) But I guess uh, thinking of the investigation side that 
Helen just touched on at the end there. I think one of the things that I think even fascinates grown-ups is just how quickly when you're doubling, you can end up with stupidly massive numbers. Big, big numbers. I know if you have a calculator and you type in two times two and then press equals, 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 Mm -hmm. and you can show that to the children on the board, they get very big. And then you can do all sorts of things like rounding numbers and reading large numbers because obviously children aged 10, 11 need to be able to read millions and and Mm. be confident with that as well. You could also talk about squaring numbers as well, bringing squaring and cubing numbers into that. Yeah. Another idea I had was um, if you told the children how many different cooks there are on the ship, how many sailors there are, that there's one captain, you could do some work on fractions, like Mm. what fraction of the ship has got this job, what fraction of the ship live Ah, on the top quarters, what fraction live on the bottom quarters, or what percentage, and talk Mm. about equivalent fractions and percentages as well. That's great, because you you can actually keep that very much within the world of the story by trying to work out how much of the medicine is going to go where. At the very end, when Mm. Grace and Donald are making sure that all of the crew get some of the medicine. Yeah, they they got to know exactly which fractions of the bottle that they have left is going to go where. That's true. It's a good way to check that they've got enough as well, (laughs) whether they have to go back to the Mermaid Queen and ask for more. That's right. Well, again, you could bring in your own potion, your own sparkling made up potion, and which would be fantastic, I know, for younger ones, but also older (laughs) children still love that sort of thing. And just, again, working out some proportion would be needed for each. You know, if we had 200 millilitres of liquid and 10 sailors on the boat or 10 crew on the boat, how much would they get each and sort of thinking about that too and converting between millilitres and litres as well could come into that quite effectively oh fantastic loads of maths a ship full of maths For my age range, going back to sort of the idea of medicine and measuring medicine, mm. not necessarily milliliters and liters, although you might do going up to the sort of seven-year-olds, but more just exploring capacity using magical potions. As we mentioned, you know, if you can bring in or get the children to create uh, some kind of sparkly liquid, because yeah. it's always nice to have a change from just plain water when you're <laughs> exploring capacity. <laughs> and, but I particularly like this idea of the people were told to take a sip. Yes, I thought that it would be good to do some investigations and maybe use a thimble as the sip so you could even bring in some you know shells that hold water if you wanted to or if not just use a variety of containers and say how many sips do you think this one holds and how are we going to find out early capacity work involves uh, firstly just looking at full empty half full but also mm. measuring capacity using informal measures so before we reach the liters the milliliters measuring how in this case how many thimbles how many thimbles does this one hold yeah and getting the children to compare different containers using that measure of a thimble mm. a nice sort of investigation is to get containers that look very different one might be shallow but wide and one might be deep but tall mm. and get the children to predict which one's going to hold the highest number of sips which container will feed the highest number of people with this medicine and get them to make their predictions and then work it out if you're using a thimble i would recommend not using massive containers Um, (laughs) and four five-year-olds patients will run out as will yours but you you know you can just use cups you know, cut different sort of size cups and bowls. Yeah. I thought it would be a nice way to explore capacity within the context of the story by using a very small amount like a sip. But then, of course, we don't really know what a sip is. I mean, sip is... Um... <laughs> what is a sip? 
there's another investigation. Going on from that, actually for older children, they could potentially create this medicine, but using ratios. So they're going to have oh, yes. um, two parts, I don't know, red liquid or red, maybe cranberry juice and three parts orange juice. <laughs> and, and then using that then to create a drink and then the amount they're going to create as well. So yeah. you could really cover ratio quite well within that. Yeah, which feeds very nicely back into what we were discussing yesterday with the whole um, recipe writing. Yes. Oh, yes. And I think what Helen said about estimating is so important. I really mm. don't think we do enough of that with children no, in school. We don't. So, and I think that's this is a perfect opportunity. And, and this is why this sort of working within a curriculum and being open-minded to doing things that are important like this is perfect. It's a wonderful opportunity. Mm. Beautiful. That's sadly all we have time for in this episode, folks. If you'd like to talk to us about anything you've heard in this podcast, or if there's a subject you are soon to teach that you'd like us to cover, you can find us on social media using at teachhappily, or leave us a review using your favourite podcast app. Please do also share this podcast with your colleagues and help us start a story-led revolution in classrooms around the world, so children everywhere can learn in a way that's effective, memorable, and enjoyable all at the same time. Tomorrow, Pirate Grace will help us teach science. But right now, it only remains for us to say cheerio, and we hope to hear your story soon. So, cheerio! And we hope to hear your story soon! soon.